everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy-Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabradic. And I'm Amelia Bellabradic. And now, it's transportation time. Here are some of the tips and tricks on how to get all over Walt Disney World the fastest. All right, we are doing a transportation episode. Our, as I like to call it, Walt Disney World transportation, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so whether you are not to say that. a first-time <laughs> visitor, this will help you understand all the transportation options, or whether you're a seasoned transportation professional you at Disney World. where the best transportation is and which transportation to take. And whether or not you agree with how we feel about all these transportation methods. Yeah. And, you know, one thing, this is Walt Disney World Resort, and I don't even think we could do this episode for Disneyland because it's so compact, assuming you're staying on site, that there really is no need for transportation there, which is why Mummy loves it so much. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of people. I mean, I read that often. And little Amelia, who had to walk. Yes, you do have to walk, but I love walking. Which is one of the transportation methods we'll talk about today. Yes. Even the monorail at Disneyland really is... Sort of a ride. I don't consider that transportation yeah. at all. I mean, I mean, we don't really go on it at all. Yeah, I mean, maybe once or twice. I mean, the last time I went, I hadn't been on it in so long that I wanted to, I thought, hey, I want to record their version of Please Stand Clear of the Doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Okay. And so I get on the Disneyland monorail. I don't think you were with me this time. And it's the old manually closed doors to like the old original... Uh, Ones were at Walt Disney World, and I sat there with my phone, and there was nothing. There was no announcement at all on that one. You see, I'm good at getting recordings, and also you did that wrong, so I'm just going to play this so they know how it really sounds. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Uh-huh, not too bad. I mean, you hear people in the background, but... Uh... Yes. My recording of it is much cleaner, mm-hmm. much, much cleaner. Sure, we'll go with that. After I had to stop you from talking several times. Anyway, no, you Walt recording. Disney World, 43 square miles, huge place. Wow, that's pretty big. Right? It's pretty big. So I'm going to start by saying that if you're a first timer going there, you will appreciate the fact that I will say, in fairness, they do have an amazing transportation network at Walt Disney World Resort. You know, it rivals, if not outdoes, many big cities of that same size. Yeah, and I mean, there's so there's so many different options as there well. There are so many. So let's just roll through. I'm going to actually should start with the Magical Express. Now, we don't mm-hmm. take that, but no. if, you know, if you do, and I know a lot of people do. And all that does is go from the hotels to the airport. Yeah, it's from the not airport, you can... But that is free transportation. Yes, but it's not like it takes you to any parks, water parks, Disney Springs. But it's something that's not available in California either. So it's it's a good, but on site, there are many, many ways to get around depending on where you're staying. There are monorails. Buses. Boats. Ferries. Walking. Cars. Uber and Lyft. Minivans. And most recently, the Skyliner. So lots and lots of ways to get around. And this is very important when you're planning reservations, dining, shows, even parks, getting from one place to another. And knowing how long it's going to take. That is the ultimate key. And, you know, we talked on our previous episode and, you know, a lot of our listeners are uh, frequent travelers as we are to Walt Disney World. So even when you know that 
something should take a certain amount of time. It doesn't always. It doesn't always, especially when you have to use two of these methods. That's true. So I, what is your favorite transportation out of all of these? Like everything else aside, mm-hmm. what do you like the most? Which of these? The buses. No, come on, seriously. <laughs> I know that's not true, which we'll get into. The Disney monorails. Yeah, I think the monorail, well, first of all, I'll say walking is my favorite. And I'll say walking is a close is close last. And uh, I like it, you close know, it, it's reliable. I don't, after major fireworks or nighttime events or things like that, you can just walk past the crowds. That's the only time I like it. That is why I like staying at the walkable Disney Deluxe Resorts mm. uh, whenever possible. That's the one good part. Whether it's the Epcot Resorts or the Magic Although Kingdom Although I don't resorts. like the waking up in the morning. All right, let's, we're going to walk around Magic Kingdom and then let's go for a walk first to get there. Yeah, but it's fun. But, but walking aside, I'll agree. I like the monorails. And, you know, I, I'm going to also put a caveat here at the beginning uh, before I really get into t- giving my true feelings about some of these things. Every, any electrical transportation can, is going to break down, right? Yeah. There's no electrical motorized vehicle anywhere in the world that's not going to break down. So everything will break down from time to time, especially when you're moving, you know, hundreds of millions of guests in, in Florida heat. Daily. Daily. So things, you know, things break down. I think, what was, uh, it, I can't even remember the attendance. It will break down. 20 million, something like that. Yeah. But so it things do down, break down. Rides break down. It's how they react when they break down. Like if people, you know, frequent travelers, the monorail breaks down. It's all over Twitter. But you know what? They're not going to run nonstop forever without ever breaking. Yeah. Things, things break. And even, the monorail, I mean. Even when you maintain them. Yeah. And especially considering how old it is, does run quite well. Yeah, so I do. I love the monorail, and and I love the monorail for so many reasons. I mean, it's classic. It's fun. When I was younger, it was literally yeah, like you said, a ride. It's air conditioning. Yeah, it's one of the great things about it. And and not like freezing cold either. And if you are a uh, stroller family or Uh, a scooter person or family, uh, monorail access is pretty quick. I mean, you can get a scooter even. All they do is flip down the ramp. And uh, on some and of their the transportations are not very scooter friendly yeah, or we'll, stroller friendly. Which we'll get into. Exactly. So these are important things to know. So monorail, that's one thing to consider. If you're planning your trip, monorail resorts, you don't need to break down your stroller and scooters can get on and off fairly quickly. Uh, you may have to go to a certain car, like, yeah. but um, they're good for that. My next favorite are the boats. Do you like the boats? Well, it depends. I like the Grand One yacht. No, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, so the the boat launches or water launch or water taxi. They're called all three. Those are the Magic Kingdom Resort area boats. They're all the original ones. There's the two larger ones that go from over by Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge. The enclosed ones, and then all the regular uh, boat launches in I mean, that area. The Epcot area has the friendships. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind them. I do prefer to take like an air conditioned vehicle because um, it's very hot in Florida and the boats are outside and it's, I guess it is on the water. So it's sort of cool. I like the boats. I just prefer an air conditioned. I like the boats because you have a nice view. And even the <laughs> well, Sasagula River Cruise, vehicles. I'll just mention those last, which yeah. go from Port Orleans and Saratoga and oh, yeah. uh, Oki West. To get to Disney Springs, those boats. So those are good oh, boats okay. too. Oh, okay. I'm saying I am talking about like the little 
boats that are just have like little roof. Yeah, those are the original. The original. So those are the original original water taxis on Seven Seas Lagoon. Yeah, and I like them because again they have history and culture, and it's I love how they're running so smoothly, especially considering their age. Yeah, they're almost fifty years old. Really? Yeah, they're original, and I you know it's funny for me to think I was a little kid riding on those in nineteen seventies, and they're still going. So those are I love those boats. Generally, they're pretty good. If they get behind, it can be a bit of a problem, as is the case with anything. The monorails tend to be a little bit more reliable, and and you can even, at least you can see and make a decision if one's coming or not. But they, of course, they break down too. The ferry, well, I was actually going to say I've never been on a ferry, but that's not true. That's I not have, true. you've never been on a yeah, ferry. Yeah, I've never been Because on we a don't ferry. need to, but in the 70s, when we were kids, we used to ride, because we would go... And stay on site for three weeks at a time sometimes. So we would ride the ferry for fun. <laughs> just to not even go to the Magic Kingdom. Just get on the ferry. But I don't think really? I have been on the ferry since probably the mid-70s. They're named after famous Walt Disney Imagineers or Walt Disney personnel. Um, and the, the ferry boats take you from uh, the Magic Kingdom parking lot to the Magic Kingdom. We are not getting a Mike Bellabratic ferry in our backyard, Disney. In Disney Resort North? We're, we're not We don't require that. a ferry. Well, but yeah. now you're giving me ideas. Now we're, we're not. We're also, we're not going to name it after you if we do get one. So there's <laughs> monorails, <laughs> boats, ferries, buses, Disney buses. Oh, All right, here we go. <sighs> the only thing I like worse than walking. Let me understand that. That, the that doesn't. So, that didn't come out right. Yeah, but so the in other words, thing... buses and walking are your bottom two. Yeah. Oh, buses are sort buses, of a necessary buses, evil. Buses. So again, I try to put myself in the shoes of someone going for the first time, especially if you're not at a deluxe resort where you rely on the buses. Oh, you, you can't do that very more well. <laughs> than any other resorts. It's like values. You're pretty much on a bus everywhere. So the fact that they do have a, such a huge bus network is good, right? It's pretty good. That, yeah. But. And- you and know, it's sort of the way that they built the buses or that they maintain them, they are not very easy to get on a scooter or even a stroller. <laughs> we had problems with it. And it's not the scooter's fault. It's not their fault. It has nothing beep, to do with them. Beep, beep. The Disney buses are not built sound. for scooters yeah. or strollers even. I remember when I was little, it took forever. I had to get out and walk. Yeah, so if you have a scooter... Get out. First of all, if you have a stroller on a bus, you're going to have to break it down. So here's another thing. I mean, for that reason, I never... You know, people oh, are you also bringing have to break these... it down on boats, too. Yeah, and boats. But uh, good point. Sc- scooters, forget it, for boats. Uh, well, well, except for the big boats. Those two from Magic yes. Kingdom and uh, Wilderness Lodge. But where was I going? Yes. Uh, for you, I never brought one of these gigantic strollers. People bring these huge strollers, and yeah, you can store stuff, but they are also just consider a pain. So I remember going out to Walmart and buying a nine ninety nine on sale umbrella stroller. Now we only had one child. Being nine ninety nine. Ten bucks. That, ten bucks. That stroller went to Disney World twenty times. That was ten dollars. Twenty weeks, not twenty times, like probably a hundred park visits or more, more than that. $10? That. that $10 stroller, but it folded up in like one second into into a super small, but it still held a lot. So $10. as one kid, we were able to do that. But just consider the size of your stroller. If you have not this been before, you're going to be folding this thing up on buses. But scooters on buses, the buses, you know, they have to lower, flip They it. don't it, accommodate it's well. quite a long time. It just takes time. So if you are reliant on buses or have an option to do something else and you're in a hurry, one or two scooters on your stop is going to kill your time. 
So And I feel bad for people in scooters too who have to take the buses. Well, at least they have t- that option, right? Yeah, but it does take longer for them too. If they're in a rush, like imagine how that would feel. Yeah, but I, you know what? If you're on a scooter and you're going to appreciate that that happens. But yeah, of But course. if you are you have, a, to do have it, a reservation or something, I remember that time we were trying to make the fireworks. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and yeah, take, a, take, some, take some other form of transportation if you can. So the buses, they are, they just seem to get backed up. They're, they're really the bane of my existence. I really do not like Disney buses yeah. and will avoid them at all costs forever. And it's very frustrating because they have the times and then so they change. They, and they just, they just added those signs a yeah. few years ago. So at each change. resort hotel, they have the electronic signs that tell you how long to the next bus will be to wherever you're going. Uh, but <laughs> you start playing that game. It'll say, you know, I'm at the Polynesian. It'll say Animal Kingdom bus arriving in nine minutes, 11 minutes. 12 minutes <laughs> going okay so this bus is the button and then what inevitably happens is like you three hollywood buses three of them every other bus comes but yours and when yours comes four of them come in a row or three or two of them come in a row so you know disney buses are not perfect they're subject probably more to anything else than the heat they do there's traffic they just get caught up in a lot of things they and they're probably some of the most used transportation too. yeah it's a heavy network those buses are using so uh, it's great to have. It's good they do have them. However, if you can take another method, uh, I wouldn't just ride a bus for fun. Like, you used to ride the monorail for fun. So did I when I was a kid. I don't think you'd get on a Disney bus just for fun. I have a hidden transportation gem that I just thought of. Okay, let's have, throw it on me. and monorails, the transportation cards. Oh, good one. Why don't you talk about those? So basically, if you're on, they give them it on buses and monorails. I'm not sure about boats. Yeah, I don't. They know might. About boats. You sh- you can ask the captains. Definitely buses and monorails. So basically, what you do is you go to the driver at the front of whatever certain transportation you're on, and you can ask for these cards. And they're like collectible, yeah, like, like playing cards, trading cards. I mean, and they'll have like this bus on them, and it has like the a little Mickey design, and they're really cool. They're like shiny, and they have a little description. On the yeah, back about the vehicles. Yeah, you should give a shout out to Uncle Randy right yes. now. Yes, if you're listening, Uncle Randy, because you gave your collection to Amelia and you had some Ta-da. good ones in there, buses and monorails. Yeah, so now I'm collecting and I'm going to keep the collection going. And I actually didn't even realize that until last year or the year before, I think. Yeah, so definitely, no, if you told me, well, I was going to say if you have kids, but even if you want them for yourself, yeah, be sure. Monorails and buses ask for those collector cards. They may not always have them, but a lot, yeah. you know. So it's hit and miss. And but when is... you get them, they're cool little uh, keepsakes, and they're free. So those are that's an that's an excellent little tip, Amelia. Good yeah. hidden gem. Yeah, they're really fun to collect too, because then there's a few of the same ones, and I don't think I have any of the same. You may have one or two traders. I'm not sure. We'll have to take a look at those after this show. Yeah. I was just sorting them the other day along with our Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom cards. Yes. All right. Walking. I already talked about that. One of my favorite methods mm-hmm. of transportation. I love being able to walk. You know, if I'm I can a lazy walk, person, it's the so. most reliable source of transportation mm-hmm. there is at Walt Disney World. Yes, so Daddy, the, you're going to walk 40 miles the, all around. No, it. but the walkable resorts, you know, I'll <laughs> lean towards those anytime. Yeah. And this is also another reason why Animal Kingdom is my least favorite. They're going to ruin resort. the Grand Floridian for me. Because no, they won't. They're going to make it better with They're that. They're going to make a walk. Animal way. Kingdom then is, you're going to make is me buses, walk. 100%. Unless you have, ta-da, the next one, a car. Ah. Uh, so do you need a car? We answered this in our top 10 questions. You don't well, need a car, but... You don't need a car. If you have a car, it's convenient. 
if you, you are impatient. Yeah, you're going to have to pay for parking unless you're a DVC member, yeah. Disney Vacation Club. If you are impatient or staying at a far resort, I might recommend it. Car's not bad. I do like car. Or the next on our list, clo- next best thing to a yeah. car. Uber slash Lyft. Yeah, rideshare services, Uber and Lyft, which is now uh, we've been, you know, with each stay, Uber and Lyft take more bus rides for us. And it's really only 12 to 14, maybe 15 bucks to get from a hotel to yeah. a park. So if you're, you know, if the bus law is just getting crowded or it's hot or whatever the case may be, or the mm-hmm. time keeps slipping at the bus stop, like we said, there's quite frequent that we'll just whip out the phones and get a lift there in two minutes and, you know, we get to the park quickly. And up next is... Disney's version of Uber and Lyft launched a few years ago. Ah. The minivan. Mm-hmm. Spelled M-I-N-N-I-E. And you can't miss them. They're the Minnie Mouse polka dot vans that you see. I don't know. Not really vans. They're more like little SUVs. But anyway. I like it, them. Yeah, they're, they're good. I th- they're pretty. I think they're run by Lyft or they were at one point. Not sure if that's still the case. But they're, they're basically Disney's uh, own branded rideshare service. And... They're more expensive than Uber and Lyft, and so I wouldn't recommend it unless... But strollers. Yeah, if you have luggage or strollers or something, they they are all sort of SUV-ish, van-type vehicles. You know, you'll want it for that. Or if you just feel somehow safer in a Disney-branded one, then definitely you can can hop on But if your kids are a little bit older and you don't really carry, like, big suitcases to the parks, I mean, I've never seen that, but, I mean, if you do, that's totally okay. And then finally (laughs) on our list... The most recent edition, uh, the Skyliner. Yes. I am torn on the Skyliner. I'm not a fan of thoughts. the Skyliner. Well, so I've been on record before saying, you know, this one was a head scratcher for me uh, ever since they, whoever conceived and built this. Well, I I've don't know why they didn't do build monitors. What I think is, I think it's a cool idea. I'm not sure how they are planning to properly execute it. That's my issue. It can break down very easily and right. it can get As we very saw in the hot. Early days. Very, very hot if you're waiting in there for three hours in the burning Florida sun. Yeah, this is my issue with them, I'll say. So first of all, I'll say anything that moves more people in a different way, I'm all for that. It's going to take some stress off the buses. In fact, a friend of mine, a Disney friend, told me that he heard the plan was to start reducing the number of buses and really? put people on the Skyliner. I don't know if that's a great idea or not, really? but it hopefully can take some load from buses. But and if you've been to Disney World in the summer yeah. and it's 120 degrees and there are thunder and lightning storms And every you're not carrying around bottles of water. You know, it, I don't know their plan for this. That's and they may problem. get a little break in this COVID summer because it's not going to be full capacity. I was really waiting to see how these Skyliner cars... He was just waiting for them to fail. Well, I'm just... You I weren't don't, waiting to I, see how they go. I am going to go on the record and say, like I, in my... And now, as you know, I've been traveling there since it opened every mm-hmm. year, multiple times. I think, mm-hmm. personally, for me, this is the biggest blunder in Walt Disney World history was building this Skyliner. There's a reason why the Skyway I'm, closed in the Magic Kingdom I'm and Disneyland. I'm not sure it's a blunder. There are reasons why. Time will tell, but I think, I think they should have spent the money on monorails. I'm not personally. sure it will Even work. Even though they cost a lot more. But if it does work, I think it's very cool. I just think they need a bit better of an evacuation plan. And also, you're not, most of the time, you are with other people. Yeah. 
in your So we'll see what happens. Hopefully I'm proven wrong and they all work well. I mean, there are cities mm. like Barcelona in Spain that has a, a, a cable car system, essentially, in the city like that. Yeah. But they're not meant to move the type of traffic that the Skyliners are, uh, including, you know, a lot of young kids and families in the, in the summer heat and all I say. But we'll see what happens with them. But nonetheless... Four people in those resort areas, Riviera, Caribbean Beach, and the, and the Epcot, and uh, Hollywood Studios. Sure, it's another good option. And like I said, it, it, it is uh, continuous moving, yeah. theoretically. And I running, do. So that's a good thing. And I do. I just feel it wouldn't be too comfortable to be an, uh, trapped in a little car with people you don't know. Uh, we'll, see what, we'll see with the Skyliner. It is a hot button item for a lot of people. People love it. Probably... You know, more people love it than don't love it. I mean, I don't, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm just, I have I'm not yet puzzled. formed an opinion. I'm puzzled about that decision to build. That. I am, I'll say this I'm excited to see how it turns out. Yeah, we'll be watching it over time. So, those are all the main uh, methods of transport. And of course, there's trams in the parking lots, which get you from that, where you're parked to the gates. Sometimes, you know, we're notorious for just missing the tram. And <laughs> there was that one time. I think everyone's notorious for Ooh, just missing the tram. that one time in Hollywood Studios. Oh, gosh. We just missed the tram. And, of course, you can walk. So we start walking. Well. Really? Your favorite form of transportation, Daddy? What? Walking. Yes. Sure you wouldn't have rather been on the tram? Well, this that talk about English. Florida in August afternoon thunderstorms. That was the one time that the skies opened up right on cue and there was nowhere to hide. In fact, there was a uh, there was a construction oh, fence because right. they were building the Skyliner, and it had that windbreak, and and we were sort of cowering under that. But we were literally cowering, well, hiding from the rain. You were cowering. Uh, <laughs> I like. Rain. And I think that is the wettest I have ever been in my life, without having been thrown in a pool with my clothes <laughs> on. It was basically like we jumped into a pool with our clothes on. But which you know, I do. So typical you know. Florida. Typical no. Florida summer day, an hour later, the skies were clear, and we did dry off fairly quick. I had those quick, dry, wicking shorts on, so that mm. helped. But anyway, we've got monorail, boats, ferries, buses, walking, cars, Uber and Lyft, minivan, and Skyliner. So there are a ton of ways to get around trams. Walt Disney World, trams, and the Magical Express to get you there in the first place. So Disney's transportation network, on the whole, standing back without being a critic, is pretty awesome. It's pretty amazing what they've built there. Yeah. There are many ways to get around. Choose what works best for you, given some of the things we've said. But also, the main thing, I'm going to bring it yeah. up. The, the planning is where this all comes yeah, together. Yeah, it's right? true. And if you've never been before... Get online to some Twitter people that you follow who know the parks and resorts and ask some ideas. Because even the most oh, yeah. skilled visitors can get caught up as we did that if you're one referring time in to particular. You. <laughs> you can. Like anything can happen, especially if you have to use two methods to get where you're going. Yes. So, and here we go again about the Fort Wilderness Hoop to Do show. Yeah, we don't have to go through that whole story again. But it did take an hour and a half to get from the Grand Floridian to the to Fort Wilderness Landing. And it, you know, should not, it generally w does not take that long, but, and nothing was broken. It was just the stars aligned in terms of backed up boats and monorails. What I'd say is don't assume you're going to hit every green light. Yes. Don't assume that you're going to get there in the shortest time. This yeah. is our tip. Assume that it's going to take 25 to 50% longer than you think it's going to take. Yeah. And you'll be safe. And that's when you're planning your itinerary from getting back to the parks and you have to get out to dinner somewhere. 
I want to throw in something here, a couple of transportation goodies from the past that are okay. no longer there. And here's my hidden gem for this episode. All right. And you've seen this remnants of it and probably didn't even know. Did uh, you know that Walt Disney World had its own airport on site? And The Stolport, short takeoff and landing. In fact. Really? Yeah. And it was, the idea was. When Where do you fly? From Hollywood to Animal Kingdom no, 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 in just I five short minutes? Listen, when I grew up, when I was landing in Orlando in the 70s, growing up Disney, and we would get off the, the plane at Orlando International. It's hard for you to imagine now, but we literally, you got off onto the tarmac. It was a tiny little airport, Orlando. I mean, Disney and everything else that followed has grown it into what it was today. But back in those days, it was just what a it little was airfield. Today? What it is today. What it is. <laughs> what it is today. But the, the idea was that you'd land there and then you'd take a little commuter plane from the airport What's right to Disney plane? World. One of those small prop planes that seats 20 people. So short takeoff and landing, that was the Stolport. It was the Walt Disney World Airport. And you know, it's still there. You can still see the runway. And the runway is on the uh, Epcot monorail line. So when you get yeah, that's on... That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. when you, I'll, I'll make a sh point of pointing it out to you uh, next next. I mean, it might visit. be a little bit more trouble than a taxi, but... Um, it's pretty neat, though, to see because it just looks like a road, but you can see it's a runway. So when you get on the monorail at the Transportation Ticket Center and you're going to Epcot... And then what do you do from that commuter thing? How do you get to your hotel? Well, then it's right by the TTC. That's oh. where it is. So oh. if you look on your left, if you, if you look on the right, it's the main road coming in, but to your left... That actually is pretty cool. To the left of the forward motion, is the old runway from the Stolport at Walt Disney World. Oh, I thought it was like in the middle of nowhere. No, it's not, it was right close to the it was the Magic Kingdom Resort area because that was Walt Disney World in the 70s, right? And it ran until the early 80s. I think they shut it down in the early 80s for good. Uh, and the other one cool. that it was near and dear to my heart was the Fort Wilderness Railroad. Again, oh. sort of just a fun internal transportation network, but that ran from I think around 73 That's to 1980. Cool. Oh, I loved that as a kid. And last, uh, I think last year, I searched out and asked some cast members and found the last remaining bit of track that you oh, can actually, that's do you remember? looking for? That you can actually see. And I, Of course I, I knew that. Yeah. I'm involved. I got some pictures of that. So yeah, the Walt Disney World Airport, the Fort Wilderness Those Railroad. really cool. Two of my favorite uh, blasts from the past in transportation. Well, maybe when I'm old, you'll see a, an old remaining bus stop from the Disney buses. Yeah. I don't think we'll look back fondly on the buses. I know I won't. You know, they're sort of utility. They're they're great. The only buses that really, really frustrate me are the ones to yeah. Disney Springs. But I mean, really, without the buses, think about it. No, they're a huge You complain about yeah. them, but without them. Yeah. No, they're a necessity for a lot of They're not perfect. They're not perfect. None of these are perfect, right? They're not, they're not perfect, but they're definitely necessary and they're definitely helpful. So all in all, as we start thinking of wrapping this up, let's say it's a pretty good transportation network. It, it, you know, we're here, we're being hypercritical on purpose because, you know, we're just pointing out the highs and lows of all of these things, the pros and cons, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But all in all, every single one of these things does its job and helps to even out the flow. So the real point is really consider how how quickly you need to get somewhere yeah. and your own tolerance. See, I have a low tolerance mm. for waiting. I am an impatient person. Oh, good, you person. admit it. Yes, I don't wait. <laughs> I didn't want to for, say anything. I'm not but... waiting more than 15 minutes for yeah. any ride. And this I is don't coming... like waiting for transportation. And I mean, we complain, but this is also coming from very impatient people. So if you're 
you don't mind waiting 30 yeah, minutes for a go bus with that's the flow, 10. Disney traveler. Or if you're not rushing that's for awesome. a fast pass, then... Just chill, relax, stuff I mean, gets the buses are fine. It's oh, really if you have kids and I, it's hot, right? I also you know? want to point out, buses yeah. are freezing. Buses, yeah. So if you like AC, th- those are probably... Really, like, the, sometimes I have to bring a sweater on the buses in the middle yeah. of July. They're the coolest mode of transportation. <laughs> that's one thing. That you, good point. So the yeah. definite plus of a bus is... Never. I mean, everybody probably knows that. You're going to cool down the, the most. The plus in of a, bus. a Disney bus. Yeah, that, that's where you're going to stay the coldest. So share with us your thoughts on Disney transportation. And we'd love to hear it. It's always good fun to debate all these things. Take your time planning. Reach out to, if you're a new listener or a new Disney traveler, talk to your friends who go a lot or online <laughs> and get some good tips because it'll really help. It can help to make or break a vacation. You don't want the stress of being late because you didn't know how long it took to get somewhere. So ask yeah. around. Every People are, the Dis, Disney folks are always happy to help with their own yeah. opinions. And that's it for transportation. So this was a fun episode. Amelia came up with this topic. And I'm, I'm glad we did. I like it. Yeah, it was a good My one. topic. So we hope you enjoyed it too. It's fun to talk about transportation. I some, hope it didn't bore you too much with the facts. Yeah, but <laughs> some couple of hidden gems you may not have known about. Look for that airport landing strip if you hadn't seen it before. And it's uh, it's going to be all good fun. So thanks everyone for listening. We hope you have a great day. You can find us online at 1923mainstreet.com and 1923 Main Street, pretty much on every social media network. And of course, we wish you all a very magical day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.